The year was 1181 BC, and the Greek hero Ulysses had still not found his way back home from the Trojan War. Little did he know that 3,170 years later, he would be a cartoon in space. We are the Deep Geeks, and today, we get lost. We are the Deep Geeks. I'm Mark and this is Emma and right. um, this would be episode 5 of Deep Geeks. Today we are talking about Ulysses 31, a interesting bit of uh, Franco-Japanese anime. It's um, Deke stuff pre-Andy Haywood. Yes, yes. Which is, is very um, interesting. Yeah, pre well, it's pre-all-Americanization. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's... It's solid. I mean, going... Jumping straight into it, um, which we probably shouldn't because I've got this whole history section I have to read out. Um, Fuck it. It's... We'll do the history section at the end for a change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure we can segue into it at some point. Um, it's very... It feels very Japanese and very French. Because it is. Great review there, Mark. 10 out of 10 <laughs> review. I love that. That's great. Okay, okay. Here's Mark's review. It's French, it's the Japanese, and it feels like it too. I like it. Yeah, great. Thanks. That's useful. That's useful. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Master of the obvious statement that I am. Um, But before we... Okay, we try and backtrack into our normal... <laughs> oh, no. Let's just kind of awkwardly Wait, stumble but... into the history section, shall we? Well, Here we go! I was, oh, hey! I was actually first going to ask you if you have any fond memories of Homer's The Odyssey. <laughs> Seeing as that's the closest thing to a licensed property we have. <laughs> Seeing as this show is literally just Homer's Odyssey in space. Yeah, pretty much. So, do you... <laughs> I've I've looked at it and gone, blimey, that's a big book, and that's my history with Homer's Odyssey. Um, I studied it as part of classics. And now I, you know what, my experience with Homer's Odyssey was when The Simpsons did their version of the Homer's Odyssey with Homer Simpson. Was that a thing that happened? That was a thing that happened. That was probably that was... after I gave up watching The Simpsons because it was getting crap. Well, that, it wasn't... It was within the series that were good. It wasn't, like, post, like, series 11 or whatever. It oh. was, um... Oh, God. It was just an episode where Homer sits the kids down with a, uh, like, booth of, book of, like, old Greek stories and that kind of thing. But he inserts the actual Simpsons characters into them. So Homer's Odyssey actually becomes literally Homer's Odyssey. Right. Um, and that's about all that I remember of it. I think Mo was the bad guy in it or something. I can't remember much from it, but it, I remember it being an alright episode. That's Fair my enough. history with Homer's Odyssey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was also an episode called Homer's Odyssey. 
Uh, yeah, there was. Was yeah. that the one with the trip, uh, the peyote trip? No, that was in it, the entire title for that was in Spanish. Ah, I, I yes. can't tell you what that title was because I don't remember it. <laughs> but there was definitely an episode called Homer's Odyssey because why wouldn't there be? Oh yeah, of course. But anyway, yeah. Let's, but yes, Ulysses thirty one. Let's, let's awkwardly stumble into the history section. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh fuck, my toes. Okay. In 1978, Jean Chalopin, founder of Deke Entertainment, contacted a number of Japanese studios in regard to the production of a French-Japanese animation series. At the time, Japanese animation was becoming a formidable industry with high-quality productions, and thanks to the Star Wars boom, sci-fi shows such as Space Battleship Yamato and Science Ninja Team Gachaman were being re-released and re-edited for international audiences. French broadcasters and press were unimpressed, however, considering such Japoniserie to be Japanese silliness. Chalopin's idea, however, would change that. He felt that by creating a Japanese manufactured cartoon using a European cultural alibi, he could bypass the cultural xenophobia and create something that would sell in both France and Japan. The series would be structured around Homer's Odyssey, an epic poem composed near the end of the 8th century BC. The poem follows the trials and traversals of the eponymous hero, Odysseus, as he travels back from the Trojan War home to his wife and son. Cursed by Poseidon after the death of the Cyclops, he spends a decade wandering from island to island, trying to find his way back to Greece. Transposing elements of this tale into a 31st century background, the series stars Ulysses, Odysseus' name in translations from the Latin, alongside his son Telemachus, rescued alien friend Yumi, and robot Nono, as they travel from planet to planet trying to find their way to the Kingdom of Hades in order to save Ulysses' crew who have been cursed by the gods. The show blended European mythology with Japanese animation and topped it off with a 2001 A Space Odyssey-styled psychedelia. The show was somewhat unsuccessful in Japan, thanks to being broadcast on a then-obscure satellite broadcasting system, but was a huge success in France, leading the way to further co-productions between Chalopin's Deke and Japanese animation studios, and leading to a greater cultural appreciation of anime and manga in France. So that was Ulysses 31. So Emma, what did you make of it? Hmm. Is this you playing for time or is this a comment on the pacing? Yes. Um It's alright, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not it's not brilliant. It's, it'll, but it's, a, it's passable. It's, you know, for a 70s TV cartoon show, it's done pretty alright to maintain a a decently watchable status. I mean, quite frankly, the weakest part of it is the localization, mm. which is probably a good thing with a cartoon. I think you could probably revoice it, re, uh, recut it, and it would be just a very good series. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a fascinating little bit of. Uh, of um, history for um, animation-wise. Yeah. It's just very, very... It alternates in be- between being kind of pretty and weird and just... What? Mm. Um. It likes to be... What would the word for it be? I don't know. It's very eclectic in the way it operates. Um, 
I mean, you've got these very um, over-designed ships. They are... There's incredible amounts of just over-detail in, for example, um, Odysseus' ship, the Odyssey, uh, which is this huge, circular, 2001-esque, torus-shaped thing with an eye in the middle. Yeah. And... Then you kind of otherwise got these slick, minimalist, but very weird kind of locational designs. In some cases, they're just as complex as the ships. and yeah, yeah. But in other cases, they're kind of weird, gem, stone, kind of glowy, simplistic, minimalist... There's always something visually interesting, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of um, a lot of American animation at the time w- was using, uh, you know, repeated backdrops, no backdrop at all. Yeah, I mean, as obviously cheaply made as it was, it was still very much uh, had some efforts in it. In it, I mean, I can imagine. Half of that came in from the fact that it was partially Japanese animation at the same time as being French. Yeah, I mean, um, it helped that it was so a showcase. They probably had some kind of standards that had to be met yeah. for the entire thing to work out. Well, it was a showcase piece. Mm. It was, this is what we can produce if we get Japanese animation to produce our, our cartoons for us. Yeah. it was. It's there to be pretty and... Just weird, quite frankly. Um, I think we can go weirder. We can definitely go weirder. Especially with Deke. Especially. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. We can go deep with Deke. I mean... Don't think about it too much. Yeah. But yeah, um, characters. Shall we go through the characters and plot basis? I mean, you see this. I've not even had a chance to see my bit in this. Oh, I'm, I mean, it's it's it's, I mean, it's mostly been you evangelising about how fucking good this show is. I'm well, I'm, um, I'm I'm very sorry. Go ahead. Uh, um, if you've got things to say, say them. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree on the uh, design perspective, and that uh, a lot of the stuff is very pleasing to look at. It's very cool. There's some really interesting little moments where uh, the animation really shines, and uh, you've got these really cool little ship designs like. Uh, there's one which is controlled by a light harp. Uh, yeah, that, that one was very cool. That's very awesome. Um, and then, like, I also found the uh, sounds and the music to be a, a good highlight as well. I mean, sure, they get a bit generic-y sci-fi at times, um, but there's, in combination with the amazingly 70s... Kind of noise, kind of guitar uh, music that you have going on mm. sometimes. There's these very kind of ambient soundscape type pieces that sound like they were made by Steve Reich, just kind of in the background at times. And it was just like, oh, hey, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, it had a <laughs> it had a very 2001: A Space Odyssey approach to sound, mm. which is interesting because it came in the wake of Star Wars. Mm. Yeah, it's it's they just kind of take very interesting approaches overall to the whole thing and uh it's this yeah. it's a very old fashioned 
sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, um, I keep... I've mentioned it twice now, but Star Wars basically changed the landscape as to how sci-fi was supposed to be. Mm. And this feels a lot like how sci-fi was before that, but perhaps a little more fun. Yeah, it's it definitely doesn't take itself seriously, and that's partially because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, another fun thing is that any kind of thing, any kind of plot point or happening in the cartoon that doesn't particularly make any sense is so very easily written off as the Greek gods did it. The Greek gods are fucking jerkheads. They're amazing twats. Yeah, and this it's is... true. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just how Greek gods were. It's, it's great. It just allows them to do just ridiculous shit and actually getting away with it because it's totally something that Greek gods would have done. Yeah, you want a trippy psychedelic bit of just general misery for uh, for Ulysses? Yeah, Greek god, Greek god did it. Yeah, fuck it. They're trying to kill him, but they're also mostly trying to torment him. Yeah. Uh, the motives of the gods aren't exact. Sounds like a god, to be quite honest. That's how the Greek gods do it. I mean, as I say, I'm sure there's some kind of uh, religious commentary we could make on this, but I'm not atheist enough for that. And I've studied, uh, I studied classics, so I know that the Greek gods were generally considered by the people who followed the Greek gods to be a bunch of basically abusive, horrible, uh, confusing... They are the most human of gods. Yeah. They are a argumentative, <laughs> very flawed <laughs> family. Yeah. Of really, they are the soap opera gods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Goodness me. I would love a soap opera. That's just Greek gods. <laughs> that would be a great... It wouldn't surprise me if it's been done. But, uh... It does sound like an 80s sitcom skit, doesn't it? Uh... Um, America has a lot of very weird sitcoms. Yeah. Not, uh, and sitcoms and soap operas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, characters you were saying, characters. Shall we do the characters? Let's uh, yeah, the characters. let's look Quick rundown of the characters. Quick rundown of the characters. Um, you have Ulysses himself. He's generic. Yes. But then he's supposed to be generic. Yes. I mean, he is space hero. You, 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 I guess the idea is for... He's just there to be the dad. Yeah, he has lovely hair. He has glorious hair. There is... Uh, fuck, what's his name? Telemachus? Telemachus. Telemachus. He's a boy. Yeah. Generic cartoon boy. <laughs> Hooray. Mm. <laughs> um, Telemachus is... Telemachus is someone who actually kind of acts a bit like a deus ex machina in some cases. Are you saying he's the Wesley Crusher of this series? <laughs> he's the Wesley fucking Crusher of UFC 31. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, they are very generic um, hero and hero's son characters, but then Odysseus and Telemachus always were. Telemachus isn't even... Uh, I, I mean, he doesn't even get a part in uh, the Odyssey until the final chapter. So that's... A, biggest difference from the uh, the original then they're accompanied by Yumi 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 is there to be the girl ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> the girl as such she is 
more often than not the problem. <laughs> She's the most annoying character. She's not annoying. You she don't just... find her annoying? No. The fact that she keeps wandering off and getting everyone in trouble? No. That's just mild. That's just kind of like mildly bothering. I mean, she's a small girl that is probably like the five that, years old in human age. The fact that she is obsessed with checking on her brother well, every yes. five minutes. She's scared. She's young. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, it's totally. It's honestly 100% warranted. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, she's a blue-skinned alien with white hair. Called Z- She's a Zotrian. 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 She is one of two species in Ulysses 31, the <laughs> other species saw. being human. Hold on, hold on. There were a few more, but mostly it was humans and Zotrians. Yeah. Humans, Zotrians, and gods. There you go. Humans, Zotrians, gods, and occasionally and robots. Monster of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's Numenor, who is the older brother of Yumi, who just kind of sits there and bees dead. Yeah, um, occasionally. basically, <laughs> at the start of the thing, all of the crew plus Numenor uh, are put into a sort of sleep stasis, uh, slash floating around in the cargo deck doing nothing uh, by the gods as a curse, and therefore... Um, mostly he is zoomed into simply to be the most interesting and easily identifiable member of this group of people who are just floating around in the cargo hold. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then... It was quite handy of them to all float to the cargo hold where they could be easily stored. (laughs) It was very convenient, that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I mean, otherwise they'd just be around in the cockpit, just bumping into things, and it'd be... Gods, Cassius, out of the way! Oh, cranks. <laughs> oh, God, I kind of prefer that one, actually. <laughs> um, and then there's also Nono, who is a small little robot that Telemachus receives as a gift for his birthday, and then the whole uh, stasis thing happens, and so he becomes a main character in that he is uh, Telemachus's companion of sorts. Yeah. Um, he has a line in the theme song, which is, It's me, no, no, small robot you know, friend of the Ulysses. That's it. That's his entire line. And that's very representative of the part that he plays in the cartoon. Now, now, he is also a uh, unwilling, mostly unwilling and unenthusiastic help. Yeah, he's just kind of, yeah. He's there to be slightly scared and uh, complain about being given odd jobs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, as annoying, uh, well, I say annoying, as the cutesy side character, uh, with a funny voice goes, um, he's definitely not the worst one to come out of the 80s. No, no. I mean, he's... Yeah. In the 70s. Late 70s. Uh, early 80s. 82? 81. 81. Very, but very early 80s. Let's face it, 1981 was still the 70s. Yes, it was. They Just were, as the early was, 90s were still the 80s. Yeah, it's still in the transitional period into the next decade. Yeah, Music was has not changed I mean, yet. let's face it, I Ulysses love, wears a cape. The thing that I love about like changes between decades is that it's mostly identifiable by the music type. <laughs> and I love that. So much. Yes, you can... 90s was love ballads and rave. 
the 80s was synth pop and Duran Duran. And really (laughs) cheap hip hop. Yes. The 70s was... The 60s was psychedelic guitar. <laughs> Are you experienced? And the 50s were, were well, what I'm I've not really gone back that far yet. <laughs> that's that's getting uh, a little bit too. Well, the far. further far you get back, the harder it is to kind of identify where these decades end and begin. Yeah, because because like, the media isn't quite as compressed. Yes. The more media you have, it the more obvious it becomes that these trends are coming and going. Yeah. Whereas when you've only got the movies and not kind of the entire of television, (laughs) as we have from the early 90s. I mean, I would say that, like, pretty much around the 50s and 60s area is when music started to flourish and go weird. Yeah. Because before then, it was mostly ballroom-type stuff, (laughs) for the most part, and crooners and that kind of thing, and that sort of stuff. You and then like and folk and folk yeah yeah just kind of like just kind of like this kind of mostly general sort of you know (laughs) relaxed kind of acoustic kind of things and then as soon as technology developed and early synthesizers started coming in we had these people pissing about on them creating all this weird experimental music and I love the fact that that is the first electronic genre (laughs) this weird kind of bloopy bleepy kind of just i've got this device here i'm gonna see what sounds i can get out of it and put it on a record (laughs) and then you get the doctor who theme (laughs) yeah exactly well i mean that's kind of going a bit too further forward i think that's that's, that's that's shooting ahead quite a few bits there but yeah um that's a massive detour (laughs) (laughs) detours are fun yeah, to be fair, we didn't really have much to talk about here anyway. Well, it's, it's, this it's, is the most perfectly average cartoon we've watched so far, I wouldn't if you say ask it was me. perfectly average, I'd say it was good. But because it's good, we haven't got anything to really pick at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, you see, you see it's good. I, I thought it was alright. I'm, I'm, it's not really one that I was desperately want to watch again. I mean, the, 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 the voice acting is terrible. Yes. The uh, lip syncing really, so. really bad because um, they obviously didn't change any of the timing from the French version to the English version, uh, which means that there are none of the lines. The the length of how long people are yeah, talking. Yeah, you get the kind of the um, the kind of kung fu uh, dubbing effect of mouths moving like slightly too much after the speech is finished or. Just moving too fast, and not being synced with the, with the uh, voice at all. You've got kind of that uh, kind of feel to it. And then you've got areas of the cartoon where there are a couple of lines, and then silence, and then a couple of lines, and then others where characters are talking as quickly as possible to try to fit in between the speeches, and then the other <laughs> character chimes in immediately. Yeah, or even uh, characters, characters need- chiming in before the line is finished. Yeah, <laughs> which is. Characters who do not know the existence of full stops. Yeah. Another fine production from Do It Cheap Animation. (laughs) (laughs) I'd forgotten they they got that that, uh, (laughs) reputation that early. Ah, yes. Oh, dear. That's the early 90s, though. That's uh, that's later than this. Yeah. Uh, Do we have anything else to add? This is a rather short episode. 
Um, I think we've definitely got a few more things to talk about. Go uh, on then. You've yeah. got a few more things to talk about. I don't. Shoot away, my boy. Shoot okay. away. Um, things to talk about uh, with Ulysses Thirty One. Um, I. It's like that scene in the Cat in the Hat where I pass you the steering wheel. Go here. You go. Drive the fucking car. What did you think of the ending? Because we skipped ahead and watched the ending. It would have been nice with context. <laughs> well, there wasn't much context. They got a map. From, they got a map, and they went and followed the map. Also, I I kind of missed half of the ending because I wasn't really paying attention. That's why I think the show is kind of all right. It doesn't really hold my attention fully. Yeah, and the pacing is terrible. Yeah. Well, in much the same uh, way as I'm going to, I'm going to be very sacrilegious here. <gasps> Two thousand one, oh, a space odyssey. Sacrilegious. Oh shit! Here we go. Oh. Two thousand one, a space odyssey oh. is almost unwatchable. <gasps> Mark, how could you say such a thing? I, I've never watched it. It's really boring. Okay. There are long periods of, Luke, this is pretty. Look at how psychedelic this <laughs> I mean, is. I mean, that sounds like a movie I would watch. Yeah, with ambient sound and... Yeah, that sounds like a movie I would interesting watch. Sets. You're talking to someone who, when editing the podcast on the two other screens of your computer, has, um, like, a compilation of the electric sheet program which is just like pretty moving lights and visualizations and on the other end a kaleidoscope visualization well that's true <laughs> um and the pretty visualize and the pretty one on the right is playing like psy chance <laughs> yeah i mean in many of these i believe pa- most things can be improved with psy chance <laughs> your, your movie's getting a bit boring slap a bit of psy chance on it there you go <laughs> Ship that. <laughs> That's my edition of the movie. Of I'd say of the episodes we watched, uh, which were the first four and then the last one, you could probably cut out a third of each for pacing, and it would be it'd be a much shorter thing, but it'd be it'd move along like a modern cartoon. Yeah, I think thirteen episodes is probably better than twenty six episodes. No, I'm saying of what we've seen, a third. Well, I mean, the thing a is, is that each of it the thing is, is each episode, apart from the first and the last episode, each episode is its own self-contained adventure as yeah. we traverse through space. So, really, you could have about five of those adventures, and then the ending, and it would work just as well. Well, yes, but I'm saying that of what we saw within those episodes, you could probably cut about ten minutes. Sure, why not? <laughs> I yeah, fine, do it. Make it move quicker. I mean, what is there to say other than, yeah, that was quite pretty, and yeah, that was badly paced, but interestingly concepted. Yep, that certainly was a cartoon. Yep, that was very conceptual. Wow, what a cartoon. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Except it wasn't what a cartoon. That was Cartoon Network, much later on in the 90s. Courage of the Cowardly Dog, Edward and Eddie, uh, Grim and... and, uh, Fuck, what is it called? Uh, Grim and Evil. Grim and Evil. That's the one. Oh, Grim okay. and Evil. That wasn't what I was thinking of. This would be after my time anyway. Yes. Um. So yeah, that was definitely a cartoon. And where are we wanking it? Ooh. Where where are, we, where are we wanking it? No, we're not wanking it. We're ranking it. Okay. Um, rank it. Rank it. Rank uh, them. Well, let's see. Well, what have we already got on there? Well, at the top spot, we've got Where's Wally? Okay. At the second place, we've got Where's Wally again? <laughs> Inspector Gadget? Um, oh, God. Yeah, I think it was Inspector Gadget. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. First was Where's Wally. Second was Inspector Gadget. Third was Dinosaurs, and fourth was Super Show. Right. Yes. Yes. We so we, we really did not like Super Show. No, did we? we didn't. We really should be writing this list down. I think I will. Good idea. Anyway, um, I'm gonna say it's right in the middle. Really? Right in the middle. Uh huh. So I'm gonna say directly underneath. No. Above Gadget. I'm going to say second. 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 Because it's not as bad as Inspector Gadget. It's watchable, but it's kind of mediocre at the same time. But it's a lot better than Gadget was. (laughs) It's... To be honest, it's probably something you could throw up instead of um, the psychedelic imagery on either side of your Etsy yeah, podcast. Probably. It's pretty and vaguely No, it'd probably be a bit too weird. distracting. A bit too distracting. Okay. But regardless, regardless. <laughs> Second, I'm saying, what do you say? Uh, I think I may agree with you there. I mean, it's not as good as Where's Wally, which had some... Fan- Still walking the top spot. Fantastically weird and stupid and fun just outright fun script yeah, it's such a great show <laughs> that thing is <laughs> by the way listeners if you've not gone and watched where's well yet please do it's, it's so fucking good it's singular it's, it's really good maybe avoid the uh green woman of the forest episode because that one's a little bit fucking shaky but the rest of it at least what we watched was fucking good yeah so Go check it out if you are. Uh, preferably the British, uh, the British audio, because that yes, would be yeah. the better. Uh, I believe voices. it's on Kiss Cartoon, so yeah, go ahead and not that we hit that up. Uh, we can't. Say not we, that we condone. We piracy. can these condone things, it. These because things don't not, exist otherwise, yes, do they? It's not. Ex- it doesn't exist otherwise. It's not for sale. We can condone it, and it's fine. Unless, of course, um, if the MPAA would like to get in touch with us and tell us how we do, we can't condone it, then we will gladly edit this podcast and say otherwise. Well, I was actually going to say, unless... <laughs> I say, uh, as I, as I uh, rotate the collar around my neck. <laughs> I was actually going to say, unless the, the, the publishers of Where's Wally and the current rights holders of the cartoon would like to come to an agreement and actually re-release the damn That'll thing. never happen. That'll never happen. <laughs> Wishful uh, thinking, Mark. Wishful thinking. IP limbo. Good old IP limbo. So, yeah, and um, it's definitely less annoying than um, than Inspector Gadget. Mm. So I think you're right on the money. Second. Second place. Second sounds like a good place for it. All right. Okay. Uh, so for those keeping track at home, first time, the, 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 the top spot, swears Wally. Second, newcomer, we've got Ulysses 31. Third spot, we've got Inspector Gadget, moving down from second place ladders. We've got fourth, we've got Dinosaurs. Fifth, we've got Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yes, it's shit. Yeah, get over it. It's really shit. Get the fuck over it. It's crap. So yes, that was Ulysses 31. So, uh, as ever, you can find us both at uh, mostlycobolds.com. Yes, mostlycobolds.com. And next episode, we have a nice end of the world. 